Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Positively You podcast. Today's episode is one that I have been personally looking forward to for a long time. Um, I have Jamie Baker on who I look up to. She is such a fun follow and so inspirational. So Jamie, thanks so much for making time for me today. Oh my gosh, Jesse! Thank you so much. That was quite the introduction. I appreciate that. <laughs> so obviously I'm gushing about you and know all about you, but everyone's like, who is Jamie Baker? So what is it that you do? Like, what's your like mission and your space here on the internet? I am a personal stylist for moms, but that's kind of the umbrella of what I do. I have a passion to help moms empower themselves with the life skill of getting dressed because once you get dressed, it opens the doors to so many things. I started in Hollywood. I now work with the everyday mom through memberships and courses. And it's just so much fun to see moms transform with such a simple step, something that can be done by the stay-at-home mom, the working mom, wherever you are, motherhood, college, littles. And I really think that my job is to just like pass on confidence, which is so much fun. I love that. Like pass on confidence. So I'm so curious where that transition came from. You said you got your start in like Hollywood and then you've transitioned over to moms. I feel like that's quite a, like two very different like clientele. (laughs) It's very, very different. Hollywood was fun. It was in my single days. It was great for the resume. I'm thankful for the experience because I know that's not what I want to do. Sometimes we need to remember that just because something didn't work out, it's not a failure. It's actually getting to know yourself a little bit better. That's something we can definitely apply in style as well. But it was fun. It's not something I could see myself doing today. I'm not a celebrity fan. I don't care about Hollywood. I just, I really don't. I care about helping moms make an impact on the next generation and really just empowering themselves with confidence. So in Hollywood, you were the help. You were just, oh, you know, there's a producer who has a say in what they need to wear and you go shop for it and you get told if you're good enough or not. And the talent doesn't care what they're wearing. They get paid a lot of money to put it on. It's not helping their confidence or their, you know, it's not something they're going to take home. It's something you return to the designer or to the store at the end of the day. So it's just a very different world. And I had a friend who was moving up the ranks in Disney as an executive. And she was like, I feel like I'm dressing like I'm in high school. And I'm about to get my big girl job. And I was like, can I just like try this on you? Let me just try it on like a real person making a real life transition. Neither one of us were moms at the time. We both are now. But I styled her. She looked in the mirror. She started crying. She said, can I take a picture of myself? And I was like, 
yeah, of course you can. And that was the moment I knew that personal styling changes lives. And that's what I was meant to do. And then when I became a mom, it's a whole nother game of, oh, what pants do I wear now? And so I took it on as my personal mission to help moms navigate that postpartum life and, you know, every transition after that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing because I remember, so I've got three kids. My oldest is 11. So I made that transition to motherhood like a decade ago. And I do remember like looking in the mirror and being like, what do we do with this? Yeah. And I remember, and I hate like admitting this because I'm so far, I'm not in that place anymore, but I remember being like, okay, I have to go get a bunch of like big t-shirts and like, this is who I am now. And I want to just like hug that girl and be like, no, 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 no. That's not who you are. And so it's so funny that you say like the life skill of getting dressed, because I don't think we think that that's something we need to learn, but oh my gosh, looking at all of us who are stuck and who have that kind of mindset that I had, it totally is a skill that we need and we need help. And that's why like what you're doing and the fact that you like had that moment where you were like, this is what I need to do. Like, I'm so grateful for people like you that listen to that call that step in to make a difference in our lives. Yeah, it really is something that I was like, wow, it impacted her, but this isn't impacting me. This is rewarding to me. Seeing my name in credits on commercials or on call lists or things like that doesn't do anything for me. Seeing a woman's face light up and say, this is, her words were, I've always wanted to look like this, but didn't know I could. And I knew she was just going to crush it. And she has since just, you know, gotten every dream job. She's now switched companies. She then got married. She was going through a breakup at the time as well. And we got rid of all the clothes that didn't tell the story of who she wanted to be and where she was going. And we only made space for clothes that represented the woman she wanted to be. And then she attracted the right husband. She now has kids. She now has her dream job. And it's just really cool to see that first step of getting dressed is what opened the doors for opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was going to ask you about why it's so important. And you said something there about, we got rid of the clothes that we didn't want to be part of that story. And I love that because I'm so big on like writing your story. You're the author of your life. And so just the way you even worded that, like how big a part our clothes actually play in creating that life that we want for ourselves and becoming that person that we want to be. Yeah. We have no room for the clothes that tell the story of who we were. And Mm. we all have that outfit. For me, it was a gravy neck t-shirt, a pair of boyfriend jeans and a pair of white Converse. That was my go-to outfit when I didn't feel okay. When I just felt like Under the weather, I felt I did not feel any ounce of confidence. It was my settling outfit. And if you ever catch me in that outfit today, come give me a hug and ask me if I'm okay because I'm not. So I definitely, as I transitioned in life, I got rid of that outfit. But we all have that one outfit that we keep in the drawer for comfort, right? Like, I don't know what to do today, so I'm just going to wear this. And then slowly but surely, we settle back into being that woman we don't want to be instead of stepping into the woman we want to be because it's a it's a comfort. We know it works. It doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't fit us properly, but we can get it on our bodies and go about our day and do what we need to do. It makes such a difference mentally on the story we're writing, the story we're telling ourselves, where we go, how fast we get there, because we're, we're priming our brains with just a version of ourselves we don't want to be versus priming our brains with the version of ourselves we want to be. 
Yeah. So that leads me into kind of what I want to talk about next is like the mindset of, of getting dressed and the mindset more of like the barriers that some of us have for why we hold on to those clothes, right? Why we're just like, well, I'm just at home with my kids, especially those of us who are like stay at home moms solely Yeah, where it's like, who am I getting dressed for? It's fine. Like, what are some of those, do you run into barriers a lot where women are like, well, I don't, I don't need this because I'm just here with my toddler. Style barriers is actually one of the first things we work through in the course Mm -hmm. that I teach. Or if I'm doing a one-on-one client, we go through the mindset work before we even shopping is actually the very last thing we do, no matter what. And working on style barriers and the stories that you've been told, the stories you tell yourselves, we rewrite our style story. And it could be that, you know, an ex-boyfriend told us we were too big to wear a short skirt or someone made a comment about us in shorts or um, a stiff white button up reminds us of a corporate job we hated and made us feel just unworthy and dreadful each day. So we don't wear them anymore. And instead of revisiting those things and dealing with them, we just kind of ignore them when really we should pay attention to what we're putting on our bodies, what we're putting in our closet, why we're doing it, how it makes us feel so that we can have a chance to rewrite the, I'm just a mom. And I'm actually dealing with this right now inside of my style society one of our members was like, I feel so bad because I just pretty much do church events and I don't want to be unrelatable or unapproachable. And another mom said, I don't know how to make this work when I'm changing diapers and getting spit up on and I'm just at home all day. And my answer to that is our home is our biggest place of influence. Why don't we flip the script on that and stop getting dressed for Target and dinners with friends, not stop getting dressed, but stop making that the only thing that matters, right? Mm -hmm. It matters way less to get dressed for a stranger at the grocery store still matters, but it matters less than getting dressed every day in our home. If we are wearing pajamas every day and frumpy clothes, and then our kids grow up and they start just wearing sweatpants and t-shirts to school, and then they turn 16 and they get a job and they're like, ready to go out the door in their gym clothes. And you're like, what do you think you're doing? That is not what you wear to a job interview. How would you expect them to do anything differently if you didn't model it or teach them that skill? Yeah. Our home has so it, it holds, we hold so much power to be able to, you know, give the energy we want to have in our home. And that starts with us right first thing in the morning. So if you do a simple, a tiny act, just like some mascara and an outfit that fits you like t-shirt and jeans versus, you know, greasy hair and no makeup. Makeup doesn't make you beautiful, but I definitely believe that it makes me perk up and be more energetic and, and not avoid the mirror so much, right? Like if I walk Mm -hmm. by a mirror looking frumpy, I'm like, oh my gosh, don't look at yourself. Don't look at yourself. But if I put on a little bit of makeup and an outfit, I'm like, oh, Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> you get in the picture with your kids. You open the door for the UPS guy instead of hiding because you have no bra on. You are more apt to go to an impromptu coffee date. Or what if you have to get out of the car to get your kids at school? There are so many opportunities in front of you when you're just a mom that you might not be ready to take on. But when you start getting dressed for the day, those opportunities change into big, impactful life moments. Mm, I... Mm, Yeah. Let's sit with that for a second. I was actually listening to someone else. Um, her big thing is like beauty and makeup and stuff. And she said something really similar along those lines of, she watched her mom get ready 
And she said, I get dressed and put my makeup on every day because I never know who's going to need me and who I can serve and how I can make a difference. So like, I might not know what the purpose is at the beginning of the day, but I'm ready for the call. And, you know, even just saying that, like hiding from the UPS man, cause you don't have a bra on, like how many times does that happen? Where like the doorbell rings, you're like, oh crap, like <laughs> I'm not ready. Yeah. And even not just here. something as simple as that, as being like, oh, I can answer my door if I need to and not feel like, <laughs> you know, like I need to hide. It's like those little teeny things, but like they make a big impact in how you view yourself and your confidence that I think we're just like brushing that under the rug. Absolutely. It, we minimize our, our roles as mothers Mm -hmm. and we minimize it and we make our, make excuses for ourselves because somehow we're not worth getting ourselves dressed and putting ourselves together. What if we're not approachable? I would argue to say that you're more approachable if you're put together than if you're looking like a hot mess. Like for the woman who said she was in the church scenario, like, Oh, I don't want to be unapproachable or unrelatable. Well, don't you want people to know that you, what you believe in is strong enough that you take care of yourself and as a representation of what you believe. And if, whether it's your faith or your family and believing that enough to get ready for the day and take care of yourself, not so much in as, as a selfish act, but is in a way to serve your family. I believe that taking care of yourself is really service to your family because if you're not ready for the phone call to come to school at any moment? Or what if your husband asks you on an impromptu date? Or what if your boss wants to give you an interview for a promotion that's coming up or calls in a bigger boss from another office? Like no matter what your day looks like, there's something to get dressed for. And we need to stop minimizing our roles and start realizing their potential. Ooh, gold right there. (laughs) Stop minimizing your role and realize your potential. Like Oh, and yeah, I mean that mindset piece, and I'm I'm not surprised at all that that's where you start with, because that has to be the foundation Mm -hmm. before you can change anything. Right. Because we can be like, okay, I need to go. And you walk into a store, you're going to do the whole thing where like you walk in, you're overwhelmed. You grab a bunch of things off the rack, go in with 15, walk out with zero because you hated it all. And then swear off shopping again and go back and put on a husband's t-shirt. Yep. I'm not, not speaking from experience or anything. Not, not from experience <laughs> at all. I've never done that. <laughs> right? Like I don't I just made that up. But like that's why that mindset piece is so key and like why I do episodes like this and why I bring on you know people like you and experts in the mindset field because I know that if we don't start there, we just cycle back to where we are. Always we always yeah. cycle back. If we leave those clothes in our drawers or hanging in our closet, our mind is so powerful. It's going to bring us right back to those instead of putting on regular clothes. Your, your mm-hmm. mind is going to go where it's comfortable, right? It's going to protect you. And if you feel a little bit more protected in those clothes that are your husband's t-shirt, sweatshirt, whatever it is, leggings and a huge shirt, that's what you're going to go for. If you're feeling unworthy or you're, or you're feeling like your, your role isn't enough, it's not worth anything. But if we flip the script on that and we stop getting dressed to hide our flaws, I, you know, I know people can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes because I, 
everyone has an imperfect body, right? None of us are perfect and unflawed. Our flaws are not something to focus on. We need to focus on what we can accentuate, focus on clothes that fit us well, instead of hiding what we don't like, we need to accentuate what we do like. And when we change our mindset there, starting with our bodies and starting with our roles of what we're doing, it makes getting dressed a lot easier than trying to hide something you hate than trying to dress something well that you can't stand. We're never going to reach a really great outfit if we don't think about our body in a positive way. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not going to dress something you hate, right? No, you're not going to dress it well. Yeah. So let's, let's go in that direction a little bit. If we're sitting here and we we're getting the mindset piece, because I know we can get stuck there in that like research and planning mode, right. Where we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get it, but like, I'm still not implementing it, you know, cause it can be overwhelming. Like, okay, I feel worthy. Like, I know I need to do this. I know I need to do it, but like, where do I go? What do I get? I don't, I don't know, like, you know, breaking through all of that. So like, where do we start? If it's like, okay, I feel worthy. I get it. I don't know my style. Like, (laughs) I don't know my style. I don't know what looks good on me. My body changed after kids, weight loss, this, that, and the other. Like, what is step one? What's the next thing I do? Yeah. Really defining your personal style. And there are some, um, some ways to really get started in that one way is to, I have a fun little style quiz that I can give you a link to that people can take. It's Perfect. a really tongue in cheek, like Cosmo style. I kind of, I probably just aged myself there. Um, <laughs> quiz. It's really fun, but it can be really insightful. There's also the practice of going on Pinterest. Don't get like wrapped up in the time warp and the black hole of like, Oh, I want to make this for dinner and paint my door that color. And all of the things that are on Pinterest set a timer, be intentional, pin about 20 things. Don't overthink it. Then go back about 20 minutes later, look at all of the things you've pinned and find some commonalities there. Like, Oh, I like chambray shirts and black pants, or I like skirts tucked in, um, with t-shirts tucked in, or I like graphic t-shirts and ripped denim, you'll find some similarities between all of the outfits. So you can start there. You can start with a style quiz and you can really just like, how do I want to feel? Do I want to feel polished? Do I want to feel relaxed? Do I want to feel powerful? Do I want to feel put together? And really naming the way you want to feel is going to help you to match that feeling with an article of clothing. Like when you put on your shirt, how does it make you feel? Well, if it makes you feel frumpy, you know it's not where you're going and you want to feel polished. So maybe you want something a little more structured. You have to be, it's, there is work to be done here, but it's worth it because once you define your style type, you can use that every time you go shopping and know what you're looking for. Instead of, like you said, this overwhelming amount of choices that's in front of you, the world tells you what you should be wearing. This is on trend. This is cool. Swipe up, wear this. You're only cool if you have this brand. None of that is true. Shut out the noise, get in tune with what you love to wear, not necessarily with what you love to look at, because you might think that free people boho is really pretty, but you only feel really good in structured classic clothing. So Mm. you need to really define that before you think about shopping. Yeah. And I'm going to bring it back to what you said at the very beginning, when you were just talking about your, your journey and transition of working in Hollywood, where trial and error, right? Like just because something doesn't work out, doesn't mean it was a bad experience. So like, and I think that's where, I mean, I at least get stuck with that because I'm like, if I buy it, I have to love it. Like, I don't love that. Like 
trial and error thing, but like getting over that barrier and just being like, try it and see how it goes. Like it's just close. It's just close. At the end of the day, we're not saving lives here, but it is important, but it still should be fun. We don't want to suck all of the fun out of it. And you might, you should try some trends and see if you like them. Buy from stores that you can return from easily. I really recommend trying on your clothes at home because then you can be comfortable. You don't have to worry about maybe there's a sales associate helping you who's 20 years younger than you with a perfect body. She's never had kids. You're trying to fit your new tummy into some high rise jeans. You don't know what's going on. And then you feel silly asking for her help. So do it in the comfort of your own own home. Call a friend that you can know um, that she'll give you really honest advice and not your husband, not your kids, but someone that you know can give you, you know, a really good perspective. Those pants actually don't look great on you. Those are perfect. Stop telling yourself you look too fat in them is something mm. we do to ourselves all the time, right? So try them on at home where the lighting is not crazy. Like, have you ever been in a Target dressing room? It's horrible. Yeah, I avoid them. <laughs> yeah, as you should. And I think that deters us. Dressing rooms, fitting rooms, they deter us a lot of times from actually trying on clothes. So buy them from a store that has a good return policy, try them on at home and enjoy the process and take note of, oh, these slimmer cut t-shirts fit me, or I like the boxy fit t-shirts, or I need a curvy high rise jean. Oh, I like this straight jean versus a skinny jean or vice versa. Really take note of the silhouettes that you gravitate towards. Find one outfit, just one, one shirt, one pant, one pair of shoes and one layer that you just love and start there. Mm. I love that because I, you know, I've gone through that where I get an outfit and I'm like, yes, this is my go-to. And I want to wear it to girls nights. I want to wear it out on date night. And so I love that where it's like, you don't need a whole wardrobe overhaul, pick the one and then use that to like bounce off of when you're shopping the next time. You're like, oh, I know I already like this. Mm-hmm. It's your mama form. It's a, it's, it's a form of a uniform, right? So, you know, you like the layer the cami, the straight leg jeans and the mules, then you can shop for more versions of that. Maybe you bought a duster cardigan and it's summertime. So you need a kimono instead. Maybe you like jeans. So you buy denim shorts for summer. Maybe you have a long sleeve t-shirt you were wearing for spring and you need to get a tank top. Like just make small tweaks to fit the season. And like you said, you can wear that. Now you have two outfits for two seasons and you can intermix them. You can wear the shorts with the duster if it's a chilly night and you, that momentum will keep going once you've found something that you love. Mm, You just said a word. I love momentum. (laughs) (laughs) Like everyone listening already knows Jess is going to say, start small, get a win, build momentum. This is exactly what you're talking about. And I love it. So I'm curious then you mentioned the word mama form which is like your thing. You've got the mama form down. What is a mama form then? A mama form is essentially a uniform for moms. It is your go-to signature style. It is your wardrobe that is carefully curated, 100% you. It is as many or as little clothes as you want it to be. But the most important thing is that they are pieces that are intermixable in your closet that fit your style, your body shape, and your lifestyle. So often we transition in motherhood and it's like, oh yeah, I went from corporate to stay at home mom. So my closet is full of trousers and blazers and shells and flats and high heels that go with those trousers and pencil skirts. But now I go to the playground. So why do we have nothing to wear? 
because mm-hmm. we don't have a closet that is a reflection of who we are today. So if we make sure that our closet meets those three things, then it's we can curate this mama form that really is our signature go-to style. And we, you might even make a statement without even realizing it. Like, I don't know if you always wear chambray shirts. Sorry, I'm going to just call you on. (laughs) But that might be a signature thing for you. Like, oh yeah, Josie always wears a chambray shirt. That's her. And if you have any sort of branding, if you are, you know, work in the digital space and you're, you're trying to build a personal brand, that's something could be super helpful for you. Or it's just something that gives people a reminder. Like maybe you have people who are in your audience and they see a shirt while they're out and about and like, oh, that reminds me of Jesse. That's so cute. She'll probably love Mm. this. There's a lot, or your kids might remember, my mom always wore those. She looks so pretty when she wore those. There's, it just is a signature style that you can make all your own. Mm, I love that so much. And it's just so fun to hear you talk about like taking the stress and the emotion out of it and making it fun, like making it an adventure and like, how fun would it be to plan on a try on day with a friend and like turn on some music and like have some fun drinks or whatever. And like have a good time with it, right? Like switch that whole script and build it into the experience that you want it to be. And it goes back to that mindset. You know, we say like the target dressing room and the lighting is bad and I hate it. And if we're going into building our wardrobe, feeling all that resistance of like, I hate this so bad, but I have to do it. Then yeah, it's going to be like a really crappy experience. But if you're like, Hey, let's both order a bunch of things from online. Let's get them together and have a try on day. Like, Oh my gosh, I would look forward to that so much. Like I'm actually going to schedule that because that sounds like a freaking party. (laughs) Yes. It's so much fun. We can make it the experience we want it to be Mm. getting dressed should serve us. We shouldn't have to work so hard to make, make this horrible experience, like fit into our schedules. Right. If we change the whole thing we've been, the whole story we've been told our entire lives of like, you have to wear this and it has to be this way and you're not enough and your body's not good enough. What if we're like, I'm good enough. I'm worthy. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to call a friend. We're going to have snacks and drinks and music, and it's going to be great. We are really just preparing ourselves to go out in the world and live our purpose out fully by taking the time to do that little bit of work, but also changing the experience. And like you said, making it fun because at the end of the day, this is fashion. It should be fun. Don't put a bunch of rules on yourself for it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh, also, you're touching on like everything I love so much. I'm always like, rules? No, we don't have time for rules. Like, no. We're not, none of us are like the same person. We're all individual. We all come at it with our own individual experiences and lenses. And so rules just don't work. But are there staples? Are there some things that are like a little bit universal that can help us to get started? I mean, you kind of said like having, having pieces in our closet that can help us. Cause I know there's some people who are like, but still like, please tell me what to do. Please tell me what to do. I have a hard time with this question because everyone is so unique, right? Like Mm -hmm. your job, well, maybe looks a lot like my job in the day to day, but (laughs) looks very different from someone working in a corporate office, looks very different from someone who is, you know, has just babies and is at home changing diapers strictly and not getting in front of a camera. So because we are all so different, it's so hard to give like, this is exactly what you need. I loathe. I loathe a checklist of like, these are the essentials that you have to have to get dressed. Like, mm, no, it's not because on every one of those lists is a white button down shirt that I have bought time and time again, until I realized I don't like white button down shirts and I don't need 
<laughs> yeah. See, and you could make the swap, which is, I do the same thing, a, a denim button up shirt, right? Like yeah. that could be our thing versus her thing could be a white one and hers could be blue and yellow. It doesn't matter. So what I would say, if I had to answer this question to be as general as possible is for every woman to find a pair of jeans that makes her feel great, that makes her butt look good, makes her tummy feel great, makes her feel confident the fit, it's all in the fit. You have mm. to find the perfect pair of jeans for you and your body specifically and find a great t-shirt that you love because you honestly, you can't go wrong with a great t-shirt and a pair of jeans. You could weekend work, accessories, denim jacket, leather jacket, cardigan. You could make it go so many directions. But if you have a pair of jeans that just makes you feel great and makes your butt look good, you're winning at life. Yeah. Like, that's just a dream, right? Every 100%. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I love that. That's what I love that. That was your answer because like, get rid of the rules, go on the Pinterest, Pinterest with purpose and like pick your outfits and just play because I think we get so stressed. Like, am I doing it right? Especially with like the world of like TikTok and reels and all of this stuff telling us like, if you do this, you're old. And I'm like, okay, cool. 18 year old on TikTok. I know I'm old. Like I don't, I'm not trying to be 18. <laughs> like you know, but like we get in our heads to like, am I doing it right? Am I not doing it right? Am I following this rule? Am I wearing white jeans before the day that I'm supposed to? And it's like, as long as you feel good, end of story. Yep. End of story. End of story. That's it. You know, if it's authentically you, you are going to feel confident and people are going to catch on to that. They're going to gravitate towards that energy. They're going to recognize that something there's something different about you, right? But if the clothes don't feel good on you, it, the clothes are going to wear you. And no matter how much money you spent, if they're designer and somebody at the store told you you had to have them, they're going to be great. If you feel like you're wearing a costume, that is going to show a hundred percent. So it's better to wear, you know, the skinny jeans that Gen Z says you look old in and the side part, than wear the straight jeans you feel horrible in, in the middle part. Do right. you? Yeah, exactly. As I'm currently wearing skinny jeans and a side part, it's fine. Okay. I perfect. will date myself, oh, but I feel really good today. I feel like I could go out and conquer the world right now. So like, again, it does not matter. Nope. Oh, okay. So Jamie, I know that you offer so much support for women who are like, Hey, but I like really do need my handheld through this, or I want like a sisterhood of support. And so can you speak a little bit to your style society and how someone can find you and get in on that? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me the most active on Instagram and it links to like everything I do from there. Um, it's at Jamie Baker underscore. It looks like Jamie, but it's Jamie. It's fine. I will answer to, to either, but um, <laughs> I have the style society, which is, I know I'm a little bit biased, but it is the most incredible group that you can find online of moms. They are the most encouraging, diverse, just amazing cheerleaders for each other and you would think like oh it's fashion it's probably a little stuffy and it's these like you know women who read Vogue magazine no it's none of that it is women who are just trying to be the best version of themselves no matter what stage of motherhood they're in some are even just trying to become moms and they are encouraged by the fact that we are trying to have this positive outlook on motherhood instead of this survival hot mess drink wine all day you know, kind of mentality, they find it to be more uplifting as they try to find their journey in motherhood. So you can find us there. We do 
weekly classes. We do seasonal style challenges. I build a mini mama form, which I, it's like my version of a capsule wardrobe. And it's just really fun. We have a lot of fun in there. Yeah. And I've just come and done like your quick little, like five day challenge in the style society. And what you're saying is hundred percent true. Like the most fun, positive, uplifting people. And then you're there. It's just a party. So like, if you're like, I want some help. I want some encouragement. I need like a good support system as I'm going through this, the style society, a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. It's the place to be. It's like playing dress up again as an adult. Like we we're trying to find that wonder again, having fun in it, not being, not taking ourselves too seriously, but still trying to learn and be like stylish, but we have women from all over the world. So one woman, you know, could be some, some women are in like New Zealand where the weather is totally different from, you know, here where I am in Virginia. And then they're at a different stage in motherhood. So it's just really fun to see all the different style types, weather, body shapes, all of the things you could be looking for. You're going to find like, oh, you too. Okay. Let's do this together. How do you style this shirt? We have similar body shapes. That's so fun. Mm, That sounds like, oh yeah. I want to jump in there. (laughs) Like just what a party, what a fun, like uplifting environment. And you know, I, I say this to so many of my guests that come on, but I'm so grateful for women who step in to their purpose and their zone of genius and the like positive impact that you're making in the world, Jamie, like I'm so grateful for it because it might seem like, oh, close, but like you're making such a huge difference. And then every woman you're affecting is making a huge difference in the world. And it's just this domino effect that ripples. So like, thank you so much for like the work that you're doing. And thank you so much for coming on and talking. Like this has been such a fun conversation for me. Thank you so much for having me. It is fun. Okay. And then everything that we have talked about and mentioned, like I will have links to everything below. So don't worry. And then you can find Jamie over on Instagram as well. So thank you so, so, so much. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.